This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. What is up, y'all? I'm Moni, and you're Mixing with Moni. Okay, welcome to a special bonus episode of Mixing with Moni, where I'm combining the same hot takes of me and my friends and putting it with some new, fresh content you don't usually hear about on here, because we can all stand to mix it up every now and then. So sit back, sip, and enjoy. What is up, mixologists? It is your girl, Moni, and you are listening to Mixing with Moni. I am so excited for today's episode. Oh my God, this is a bonus episode that I'm very excited about. Regularly scheduled programming of Talking Bravo, Mess, Hot Topics, um, Housewives, everything else will be coming out this week. Like, listen, I'm already salivating at the mouth because of this episode. Oh my gosh. So excited to get into the topic we have for today. This actually, I recorded with Emily Baker, a a legal professional attorney, former um, LA district attorney, I believe. I recorded with her a few days ago, and this has actually been on Patreon uninterrupted and immediately available as I recorded it. Um, So again, yeah, shameless plug. If you are interested in more episodes, I'm waiting for The Bachelor to come back, and I'll be talking about The Bachelor on uh, Patreon again. Um, I'm going to be starting a series of reviewing the first episode of the first season of pretty much every Bravo show. You're welcome to head on over to Patreon. Also, I do hot topics over there as well from the Bravo week, like the Bravo sphere and some pop culture things. Um, I do those as well. So if you're interested in some bonus episodes, minimum three a month, much more usually just as a stream of consciousness, some other dialogue, polls, posts, other things, head on over to Mixing with Moni Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Mixing with Moni. Um, you would have gotten this episode early and when it came out, So, but I'm still super excited to release it now on the main feed simply because it, 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 uh, the Jen Shaw shenanigans, the Shaw shenanigans, is that a thing? I don't know. We'll work on it. Workshop that. It is the gift that keeps on giving. And that is not me relishing in the legal woes of this woman, though. After you hear the things that she's actually alleged and like it it broken down and real, like regular people speak. (laughs) I don't cry me a river for this woman. I'm not there. I don't feel it yet. I will feel it if she is proven to be not just not guilty, but innocent. Like that, I know that's not necessarily what the court of law will probably do. It's guilty or not guilty. But then I'll probably be like, oh, I'm so sorry they accused you of this. And because otherwise, honey, these charges, these things, this story is, whoa, which makes it even juicier. I cannot believe all that has come out about it, everything that is kind of tied into it. 
And that's what Emily Baker is here to do. She's here to break down every single thing about this case, put it in layman's terms, put it in regular people speak, really just dumb it down for me because I know how to read some things, but that's, it was a lot of things. Also, she's like deeply involved in the law and things. So she kept up with the case and the hearings and stuff. And I couldn't even get myself called into the Skype hearing. I tried many times. I had the wrong code. Very upset. The internet information was false. I don't know how that happens. Why can't I trust the internet? <laughs> but anyways, very excited to have Emily Baker on today because she breaks down the charges. She breaks down the projection of what could happen next. Um, everything that has to do with Stewart, the assistant. She breaks down the actual allegations, what has been alleged by the government, who is involved, what their roles are, why this is probably an open and shut case, if she should be filming, what should be on the TV, what should we look forward to. Honey, I ask it all everything. She gives us everything and more. Very excited to introduce y'all to, if you don't know her already, Emily D. Baker. I have heard her on many other podcasts. She has podcasts and YouTube shows herself. She is on Instagram and everything else. And she's just a badass legal professional. And she also recapped the Erica Jane uh, situation a little bit with me and even compared to Teresa Judice and explained the differences between Erica, Teresa, and Jen. Y'all, just, it's next level. It's badass. Okay, so let's just jump straight into it. Coming up next, Emily Baker, former LA district attorney, now coming to the mixing with Monty Mixer. She's here to become a legal mixologist with us and make sure that we are able to say all the things. She tells us when to say alleged and when not to, you know, all that good stuff. Very excited to introduce y'all to Emily Baker in Joel. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. 
All right, y'all, as promised, I am here with a very special guest for a very special episode of basically more of the same, more mess, more spilling the tea, but we're on a new level. We're professional now. I have called in experts and I have professionals here in the form of one Emily Baker Esquire. Okay, that's a <laughs> comma after her name if you are unfamiliar. She is, according to her Instagram, but also according to what I'm telling you, because what I say is usually fact, and that's not true. But this is, she's everyone's favorite legal commentator. She's a badass lawyer and she's a former LA district attorney. And if you don't know what all that means, it means that she is well-versed in crimes. And we do have a housewife at the moment who is committing crimes, allegedly. So we're going to allegedly, but then not allegedly talk about whatever it is that the lawyer says we are allowed to speak freely on. I have called her <laughs> here to break it down, get us the good stuff, but also just give it to us in layman's terms because we don't know what's going on. I'm being sent things from the Southern District of New York. I don't know what these words mean, but I know they're important. So here to break down all the important facts and figures of one Miss Jen Shaw's of Housewives of Salt Lake City's case is none other than Emily Baker. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I love nothing more than talking housewives. And then yes. when we have housewives plus like legal tea, yes. I'm here for all of it. I feel like my life has led up to this moment. I have watched since the first episode of OC with, I have invested way too much time and energy into mm -hmm. Bravo, maybe more than I invested in law school at this point. Cause I, mean, I feel happens. like, I mean, I think I've dedicated more of my life to Bravo than mm -hmm. law and, and I'm here for it. So Love it. I'm here to break it down and, and try to keep the cursey words to a minimum. They're going to come out a little bit. Oh, We're please. Gonna, we don't care. <laughs> try to keep it on the low, but the stuff with Jen Shaw, man, it's, it's wild. And yes, these are allegations. Yes, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Yes, she was indicted by a grand jury. Yes, the Southern District Ooh. of New York does not play. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I am a, a I, I feverishly watch The View and I love Sunny Hostin, who's like the attorney on the show. And she informed us months and months and months ago of the importance of the Southern District of New York as it, as it pertains to our former president when he was being like looked at or mentioned or investigated or whatever by them. And she was like, listen, if they're coming after you, it's a thing. So imagine my surprise yes. when they changed targets from presidents of the United States to one <laughs> housewife from a brand new city. And I'm like, wait, we in Bravo territory? Like, especially <laughs> when you think of someone like an Erica Jane who yes. is currently under going like same like legal situations and to think that that isn't even coming out of this like well-known like district and they're going after Jen Shaw and we just met her it's making us go wait what's going on over like who is this woman yes, so what's going on over there please explain to people the 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 level of gravity that is held with the southern district of New York what is that why do we need to care uh, the Southern District of New York, first of all, has all of the work because a lot of things touches to New York. This is federal. So when it comes to criminal prosecutions, you can have federal criminal prosecutions or state level. I prosecuted for the County of Los Angeles in California. So just my county, just within California. Okay. But then you also have statewide prosecutorial agencies and then federal prosecutorial agencies. 
the feds have way more money than most state and local agencies because it's the federal government. And they don't, I don't even think they keep track of their money anymore. They're just like, do whatever, we got you. They have the weight of the FBI and other intelligence agencies. They use Homeland Security and Homeland Security was involved in this case as part of the investigation. And they have NYPD. Yes. Not them too. Oh my God, they have all the people in the pockets. On this case, they worked with NYPD they worked, which is one of the largest police agencies, they worked with Homeland Security and they worked with the FBI on this because it's not just Jen Shaw and Stuart Smith. There are 10 other defendants in this case. This is a very large case, but the Southern District of New York, great prosecutors with the weight of the federal government behind them, not afraid to say no to a case. They generally only take cases that they know they are going to win or cases that are going to plea. Everything else they're going to give to the state level. They're going to be like, look, We're not, we don't have time to play with losing. We don't do Like we don't do that here. We just, we don't. Mm -hmm. So if they're investigating something and they don't think they are going to be able to make it a case that they can win, they're going to send it to the state level prosecutors and be like, Hey, here, here you go. Y'all you need, somebody needs to prosecute this. It's sure not going to be us. So they take the cases that they are very confident in. They have a substantially high, I think it's like a 98% win rate and it's hard once the feds are involved it's hard to fight against that money because these attorneys don't have to go back to a client and say hey can you pay to do this motion are we paying to do this this is my hourly rate government prosecutors are like i need this to happen and then they just make it happen there's no consideration of who's paying for it how they're paying for it how many hours you're working because that's just your job and you get paid by the government so yeah okay Listen, I have some amazing mixologists who range in all kinds of careers. And I had a few attorneys who were few, who preferred to remain, you know, anonymous. And I was like, I need information, but I don't want to put your job at risk because you never want to risk that (laughs) coin. But they were also telling me if they're saying they're taking you to court, it's because they know when they get there that the party is already done. Like they already know exactly the outcome, the menu that's going to be served, the drinks that'll be flown. They know everything. They plan the party. party. They're like, surprise, bitch, I'm the host. (laughs) 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 There's never been a better explanation. And that's, that's generally how the federal government works and how federal prosecutors work. They have so much work. They don't need to go prosecute things. They get to choose what they prosecute versus um, a state level where if something happens, somebody gets robbed, the police arrest somebody running away, they bring it and you have to, you have to take the evidence and either prosecute the case or reject the case. You may win, you may lose. That's how justice works. The federal government doesn't roll that way because there's other options for them. They can give this to other prosecutors if it's on the fence and say, you guys can run this down. We're not doing it. So Mm -hmm. They choose to bring cases of larger interest and cases that fall under the federal laws, things that deal with interstate commerce. And in this case, wire fraud, which is using, you know, the phone or the wires, the internet to commit this thing. And it's a telemarketing scheme. So there's Mm -hmm. that. And then money laundering. This is kind of where the federal government shines in these large organizational white collar crime transactions. Because the more, um, kind of blood and guts crime. It's a crude way to say it, but the more violent crime generally tends to be dealt with at the state level. And you get these larger rings uh, at the federal level because they have the money to track it down and prosecute it. But trust, by the time you get to a grand jury, they know your whole life. They've got all your bank records. They've got your social medias, the back end. They've subpoenaed everything. They know all the things. They've seen everything they can see by the time it gets to court. 
So going on a, I don't know, like a national television show with a pretty established <laughs> brand and being the eighth installment of a 20 year conglomerate mm-hmm. on television. Great for them. Great for <laughs> If I was the prosecutor um, that because we know now from the underlying indictment, there's two indictments here. The one that brought Stuart and Jen into this and then we have the indictment with the nine other people that were charged. That indictment was unsealed and those individuals were arrested in November, 2019, which seems to coincide with when this show was announced at BravoCon. That means this investigation mm. was going on well before November, 2019 to okay. get the investigation done, to get the grand jury together, present the evidence to the grand jury, get the indictment, then hit all these arrests in November, 2019. Okay. This was going on. I, I mean, at least a year would be my my best guess, at least a year before that indictment went down that they were tracking okay. this stuff down. That tends to be kind of how they work. It could be longer. Of course, it could be a bit shorter, but that's unusual. So November, 2019, they arrest all these individuals. January, 2019, there's a raid of certain locations that Jen Shaw's alleged to be working with. So there's no way by January, I would think November, 2019, that she didn't know that these people had been indicted and arrested. So now she has signed up for a show. The show has been announced Mm -hmm. and all these nine people that she's alleged to have connections with and be working with are all arrested. Okay. So now we're starting to see the volatility that no one really understood Uh because quite frankly, if I, as a teacher say the block is high on my, at my elementary school and all of the teachers are involved in criminality. That's not a thing that we are not all criminals, (laughs) but say all the educators were doing crimes. If I walk into school one day and everybody's homeroom is full of kids and no teacher. And I'm like, wait, where is where is 3A? Where is 4B? Where is all the teachers right. and the administrators? And it's just me. I'm probably going to panic. I will try to probably go through the curriculum that day, but no, I'm looking over my shoulder every five minutes. And no one really understood why Jen was such an aggressor in every conversation, every fight. And that's just purely what it was. I mean, there's that, fa- they're not famous, but there's that insane scene of them being in Vegas, Heather and Whitney just walk in the door and she's yep. in the face, like yep. going off. And they're like, wait, we, we just want to know what the fight's about. Like, can we yeah, just, can you just like explain? Can you catch us up? We're not like, on the where, same level. What are level. we arguing? Like, I'm here for it, but like, what is it? And <laughs> Jen is like just going nuts on everybody, splashing yep. bath water and splashing cameramen. She can't get out of this contract or something, I'm guessing. Or did she, is it narcissism that she decided to just stay on the show like I can't imagine it would be a good idea in my mind to just go through with this knowing that it could come down at any moment it's not a good idea at all but I wonder if in her mind she thought oh well that's who they rounded up they don't know it's me like they don't know it's me if they knew it was me they would have gotten me but they didn't so that's too bad so sad for them but what I think this is Emily speculation of the world Four of those defendants pled very recently within the last three months. And then after they pled, we get Jen Shaw and Stuart Smith pulled in at the arraignment. The prosecutor, the AUSA said, and you'll hear the court call them the government um, Mm -hmm. because they're the attorney for the government. The government attorney said, these two are at the top of this scheme. We also, 
are at the top of this scheme. And we also saw NYPD say in the press release that was shady as hell and I live, but we saw um, the NYPD detect uh, commissioner, I believe it was state that this was the end of this ring, that these arrests had brought an end to this. So this is kind of the, the cherry on top. They've gotten to the top of the, of the pyramid or of the scheme. And now they've said, okay, we're done. This is all the indictments we expect. So when people are asking like, what about coach Shaw? I'm like, "Mm, this press release said, this is the end. They're not expecting more indictments. They're leading this thing to trial in October or the judge hopes they're going to trial in October. So these were the last two, they threw them on a train that was already moving. And they're like, catch, catch up. I Uh think those who pled gave the government the information that they needed to tie in Jen and Stuart Smith. Because if the government had already had that information, she would have been arrested back in November like everybody else. They don't just wait. I, that was going to be one of my questions is, was, is she going, is she supposed, is it, is she expected to flip on someone or has she been flipped on? And it's looking like, cause I, my thing was from 2019 to me, for them to jump to the beginning of 2021 and have like a nice little arrest happening. I'm like, wait, that was kind of quick. Like, is that, so either I'm like, did y'all just like the investigation was open shut or did someone tell you exactly where to look? And yep. if that's the case, if you know what you got and then I don't know, all this footage kind of falls into your lap where the way you explain what you do at a reunion per se. Exactly. And I want to get your thoughts on that explanation because everything in me just from, I don't know, I consider myself like Heather said to be a fairly smart person. And as soon as I heard this analysis of Jen Shaw's job, something in me said, oh, she's doing crimes. <laughs> and I said, Wait. Your, your bullshit radar went right yeah, off. You're I like, nope, like, nope, nope. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know I listen to a show I love called Scam Goddess Podcast, where they talk about scams and they break scams down. They help you figure out if you're being scammed and I they read that. scams. I love the scam world. Cause I'm like, great. No, not, I know I'm always cognizant of people being shady. So I'm always in that mindset of somebody is out to get somebody else. And when I heard this, I said, sounds like that somebody that's getting somebody is Jen. So I wanted to know your thoughts as an attorney at her. Would you have constructed this better? Is this a, <laughs> is this, uh, does this sound like a legal profession or if you are a prosecutor are you going got her um I've read this before on the show I'm going to do it again for people who are listening just for this episode that question is Andy asking Jen why she has so many assistants we met at least five I mean there's so many yeah she has she has a whole damn soccer team applauding her when she so comes many. out of anything it just, just do her uh, eye makeup I don't very understand. It's a very big team. Right. Especially considering her husband is actually a football coach. Like he doesn't even have as many assistants. Very confused. Her response <laughs> is, I need a lot of help. You know, they all do different things. I run a lot of different companies and businesses, and a lot of them have different roles in the companies. My background is in direct response marketing for about 20 years. So our company does advertising. We have a platform that helps people acquire customers. So when you're shopping online or on the internet, which is the same thing, and something (laughs) pops, we have the algorithm behind why you're getting served that ad. And we just hear 
Lisa, who just loves to be the smartest person in the room, go, it's lucrative. And I'm like, is that their way, her way of being like, I validate, it's really, really great. Because I read it coherently, but when Jen was saying it, it was as if she was trying to string together the words that sound every bit of, we do things that we cannot mm-hmm. disclose, but the things we do make money for us and sometimes someone else. And so- Heather, <laughs> who I have said before, I think is not a good friend. Like, I'm sorry. I think Heather made the block very hot. I think she called too much <laughs> attention. She said, I don't know what it does, what she does. I consider myself to be a very smart person, but I can't figure it out. I just know I am at the owner's table at One Oak and I am in the club at Tau and I am like having mm-hmm. a good time. I like it. I'm like, wait a minute. I know plenty of people in advertising who do not sit at the owner's table at Tau and go yes. and party VIP at One Oak and have bottles and stuff. Right. Like they know people that know people, but what is Jen doing that she's going from Utah to being at the, the Kardashian level? Yeah, no, of I was going to say she's Jen Shadashian at this point. Oh, she, exactly. she posted a picture um, the day she was being arrested, the glam, the day she was being arrested with I the box braids. And Which she, I currently now have in my hair. Yes, I mean, I they look great. Thank you. I mean, they're actually part of my heritage. I know yeah, like, they loves to be like black adjacent, but like I'm not. Uh, but she took well, those things promptly Sh- out, Sh- so the judge didn't get confused. I know that. Shadashian. Um, <laughs> Shadashian. She's taking all her tips. On, that is on, the best. I've ever. All her tips on how to appropriate from the Kardashians, but she had Kim's makeup look. She mm, had yeah. a very Kardashian kind of signature nude lip, the eye, the braids. It was a very Kardashian look. And the way she edited those photos, I'm like, is she trying to be the missing Kardashian sister? I mean, she, she'd she be like the older older sister, yeah. but is she trying to be the missing Kardashian <laughs> like sister? Cousin, an aunt. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was wild to me. But when she described her business to me, and I have kids, my sons mm-hmm. are 13 and nine. We've spent a lot of time with Lego movie. It just was the scene with Unikitty going business, business, business. Is this working? <laughs> business, 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 business with her glasses on. Right, right guys. It's business because I do business with businesses and I have multiple businesses and the people help me with businesses and they have roles in businesses because I do business. That's right. what it was to me. It was just a okay. word salad of things that meant nothing. And I what did you do? I heard no right. no words. Nothing. You mean, so you, do you make the algorithm? Like I'm like I No, she doesn't have the algorithm. Most of that algorithm's pushed by Amazon exactly. and by Facebook Pixel. And I, I was like, are you saying that you are the reason that Facebook and Instagram continuously so shows me an ad after I speak about it out loud? Like I mentioned Tupperware and then here comes Tupperware. Like, are you saying that? Or are you saying you are selling me the ad? Or, oh, you're the person that's calling me, telling me that a car that I don't have is about to expire. <laughs> it's warranty. We'd like to get in touch with you about your vehicle's warranty. I am no. like, wait, what? Yes, <laughs> she is. <laughs> It, it was all such a load of bullshit to me. And it, yeah. I've, so when I left the district attorney's office, I did legal and business consulting for online and e-commerce entrepreneurs. So this is a world that I am familiar with. I know how a Facebook pixel works and tracks ads across multiple parts of the internet, how Amazon works and how, you know, Alexa's alleged to hear you when you're talking about Waterloo, you know, fizzy water, and then you see ads for it when you're on YouTube. It's very strange, but that's not an algorithm owned by Jen Shaw. Now, in the underlying indictment, they talk about the websites they use to generate leads. 
and they called it the money sucking website. The members of the conspiracy called it the money sucking website and they pulled people in. Yep. They pulled people in through the websites. Jen Shaw was the, is alleged to be the one that is pulling in the leads and then putting those leads with different sales floors and selling them that they're taking their business online. They're taking them online and they're going to create this website and the website's just magically going to make 50 to $80,000 a month. It's like, I've got, you know, a bridge to sell you and the bridge is there. Don't worry about it. No, you don't get pictures of the bridge. You just have to believe that the bridge exists. And we're going to sell you all these products to help the bridge make money. So this is giving me MLM meets Nexium. (laughs) 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 like meets like you know what i forget what it was called um exec i think it was called like executive i forget what like the actual shell of the nexium like brand like whole ordeal was but like executive programming or something like but like what executive like what pro what right are you talking about Right. Like, but who's executive? Like which right. brand, which business, which anything? And there's no specificity on right. what it is that we're doing. And I remember watching and you know, all the receipts come out now after you go down, they go looking. Mm-hmm. And she did like an interview not too long ago about two new businesses that she was launching during COVID. One of which was um, helping women change all of their businesses to an all online, like they have no online presence and to an online e-commerce presence, which I called bullshit on because I don't believe you are a woman making money or a person making money in this day and age without a single online presence that you would need to pay Jen Shaw to help you create other than like Weebly. Like you can do that. (laughs) Which is why it's alleged that most of their victims were over the age of 55 and were not internet savvy. Oh no. They were saying it, what it reads to me like, and I've read the charging documents. I've also read some of the better business bureau complaints about this. And it was, we're going to get you online. You know, you need to be online. We're going to build the website. We're going to give you tax services, accounting services, a business plan. It's, it's a business in a box. Essentially it's an all in one. We've got you. Um, we're going to need $5,000 and it's another $10,000. And it's, don't worry, you're going to make 80,000 a month. Give us your 401k. And the, the Better Business Bureau complaints were very, very telling. And they, they fit with what is in the indictment. And again, that's what's alleged, but it fits with the indictment that it's a telemarketing scheme. She was bringing in the people and then selling them to the sales floors, which are the other defendants. And the sales floors would then sell them the business opportunities. And then, and then in the underlying indictment, Once Uh people had gone through the business opportunity and gotten themselves into a hole of debt, they would sell them a debt consolidation scheme. (gasps) Just give us a little bit more money. We will make this debt all go away. And what I know from working with financial crime victims is the level of embarrassment and shame is very, very high. People are, especially in the over 55, they don't want to tell their friends and their children that they've lost this money. They don't know who to go to. And so it's like, don't worry, we'll get, we'll get you. Remember your business is going to be making money. We will, we will consolidate this debt. There's these loan programs. We'll get you. And this is all laid out in that underlying indictment. And the government's alleging that Jen knew that that's how these people were being sold, that she knew that there was no actual product, that they weren't actually getting a website, that they were not actually going to make money. And she knew that people were not being refunded, that uh, the investigations weren't being resolved when customers would complain, and that she knew that this was fraudulent behavior. They were selling nothing. Y'all, if you could see me, like my mouth is on the floor. My eyes are teary because this is my mother, right? This is my mother's 
age group, yes. her demographic, hardworking, working in the government for 28, yes. 30 years. Um, I think it is 30 years. Um, like inhuman resources, like worked really hard to get to the top and executives and stuff and saves her money and wants to start an interior design yes. corporation and literally is texting me on how to like put it on Instagram. Like she's posting things yes. like 1 a.m. doesn't know that that's not a good time <laughs> to post things. And I'm like, mom, you need to add a hashtag. And she's like, I want people to find me, but I don't want everyone to find me. Like she doesn't know what's happening. Yes. She, and so like, this is ideally yes. if I'm, and a master's program, and I really could not be called like if, if it wasn't COVID. Absolutely, this would have been her. Someone would have offered this to her. She'd be like, oh, this will help me. Perfect. This is, this is great. I can get it. my business up. And would have just gladly given away the money that she's worked so hard for to get where she is. Like, are you kidding me? And like, then this if it wasn't nuts. working, would be embarrassed to tell you. Because you'd oh, be like, absolutely. mom, what have you done? Yes, because they think it's also like a loss of agency and independence. Yes. Like, oh my God, yes. my kid's going to think I need to be put in a freaking home. Yes. Like. And you don't, it's simply you were scammed. And I mean, my grandmother has been subject to scams and stuff like this before. Like this is people's really hard earned. Like I have people who are listening to this that are in this age. Yes. Like I am like gobsmacked at the idea that she could know this is happening. And, but your concern was Mary. I'm very confused. I'm very like, confused. Well, Mary deflect. is just calling the girls fat. Deflect, it's deflect, deflect, deflect. Not great, but Not can great. we talk? Like- Yes. If this man chooses to run on a treadmill to not be called fat by Mary, that is his choice. But you taking people's money, like that's not yes. nice. That's actually very bad. Like Mary well, called the girls poor because they didn't give her enough money. You're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, don't and, do that. And then taking it and taking it and taking it. And so can you tell us what the charges are and like yes. the most basic people terms? Because everybody's yes. hearing wire fraud. And I think that I've even heard like, you know, I've recently just learned that wiretapping, for instance, is like not nearly as sophisticated as you think. It's <laughs> like you basically record someone and they just don't know if it's not like a two-party consent state. And I'm like, oh, so you don't have to like put a wire on your body and be in someone's call it like in a no. sting operation. They're like, no, girl, just don't record people without their permission. And I'm like, there, oh, well, there's different jail. ways that the government <laughs> wiretaps people, but yes, there are so different please, ways that the government does that. But what yes. is the normal regular people words? Regular like people words going down for if she goes down. Only two charges, conspiracy okay. to commit wire fraud. The conspiracy is more than one person. So you and other people are doing it. I don't want to teach people how to be better criminals, but I'm just going to say the more people involved in your conspiracy, the more they're going to talk. I know you know this because you're a teacher and kids will tell you their family's whole life. Oh, um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You get more than five people in one of these things. Somebody's the toddler in the room that's going to talk to somebody or going to try to impress a girl at a club who's going to have a friend in the FBI and is going to tell them this crazy story that look, people can't keep secrets. Mm -hmm. You, you got, you've got at least 12 people now charged in this. Uh, somebody's talking to the government, mm -hmm. if not multiple somebody's. Mm -hmm. So the conspiracy is just more than two people. The wire fraud is perpetrating a fraud, any kind of fraud using the phone systems, the internet systems of the United States. This is a telemarketing scheme. They got these leads. They got them on the phone, high pressure sales. They're alleging that she was highly involved in taking the leads and pushing them to particular sales floors. There were multiple sales floors across multiple states that would get on the phone and sell people. And then, hey, great, we're going to take your credit card. And now you're going to the next person. Hey, great, we're going to get you set up. And you're going to do a 15-minute coaching call with this person to get your website running. So those were how the sales floors were working. The heads of the sales floors were all charged in that 2019 indictment. Okay. 
at the arraignment is when we learned that the government, because Jen Shaw's attorneys had to argue over bail, had to argue over flight risk. And the government was like, cute, let me tell you everything. So the government alleged that one of the shell companies here has moved over $5 million in the last few years, that most of that was coming out in large cash withdrawals. And that takes us into the conspiracy to commit money laundering. What's so interesting to me is that the wire fraud charge, the time period that's charged by the government is 2012 to March, 2021. This behavior kept going, they're saying, until March, 2021, because they have to prove that to a jury if this goes to trial. With the money laundering, they're alleging it stopped in November, 2019. So the money laundering behavior they had seen stopped when that other indictment was unsealed and those people were arrested, which also indicates to me that Jen Shaw probably knew if they changed behavior because of the other arrest. Money laundering is literally what it sounds like. It's trying to make money clean. So taking crime money and moving it in a way that it doesn't get Mm -hmm. traced back to criminal sources or chased back to the fraud. In this case, they're alleging uh, concealing the source of the income, offshore bank accounts, moving the money in ways that it doesn't trigger reporting amounts. So using multiple and smaller transactions, of course, once the government's onto those bank accounts, they're going to see your whole world. There are so many bank accounts alleged in the underlying indictment. It's wild. But Lots it's crazy of different for companies. Someone who claims she has zero dollars and owns no homes and I mean, has nothing to show for anything, though we know Bravo does give you a check. So I'm like, how you have zero dollars? Uh huh. I'm very yep. confused. Well, I mean, I think everyone was confused when we first met this family in the Shaw Chalet. I thought it was no big deal that she was renting because I figured most of them were renting. I think she wasn't even the only one who was renting. And she had like that big thing with Brandy Redman, who kind of alleged that one of the SLC ladies was renting and Jen Shaw basically got too buck wild and <laughs> you're like, called oh, herself it, out. It, it, you. Like, Brandy didn't say any names. And she was like, I know you're not talking about me. And she was like, well, I didn't say I was. You want to cop to something? <laughs> and so then everyone, what I hate is because we all do this with housewives, right? We all treat the husbands as if they're the gatekeepers to all the finances and that the women aren't capable of this. When housewives at its core, it's supposed to be showing us the women are the most interesting part of the family, which is yes. the point. Because we're looking at Coach Shaw, like, how is a football coach making, yes, sure, $300,000 a year, great, but how yes. are you affording all this as a coach or whatever, and not even the head coach? And it's like, oh, honey, it's not him. It's but not three, him. And at $300,000 a year, you're not paying 15,000 a month in mortgage. And that's what they're alleged to have been paying in that rental income. Like Mm -hmm. that, those numbers just don't make sense. Um, But we see this right with housewives definitely trying to go above and beyond their means. But of course, Jen Shaw was spending money like it was water. She, it, it was to her. She's got multiple companies. One of them's moving 5 million inside of a few years and it's just coming out in cash. So, you know, you're not paying taxes on that. I can't wait I can't wait to see what the IRS has to say about all of this when we get ah, to the end of the day. Because yeah. once this this has gone down, the IRS is like, oh, adorable. Let's just go ahead and pull their entire life. Mm-hmm. And now we've got all the companies. Now we've got all the information. And then the IRS investigation. Like the off. IRS will always get you. Like you could be the best criminal mm-hmm. of all the criminals. And the IRS is like, yeah, okay. And they come when you are. Um, I'm re-watching Game of Thrones. And Tyrion says this to Cersei at some point. He goes, when you think you are safe and happy, yeah, that is when it will turn into ashes in your mouth. And I'm like, that's what the IRS do. 
the IRS is Tyrion. They played a long game. Okay. They're like, uh huh. Like they're just eating their apples, minding their business and going, oh, you didn't pay taxes that one year. Great. Let's investigate, shall we? And then they, you you end up going down for like tax evasion for like a a thousand years and you got away with everything else, but they will get you. The IRS is always around. Oh, they're going to get their money. They're going to get their money. The IRS is what I think tipped off the investigation into Teresa and Joe Judice is you've got IRS investigators watching her just being like, I'm buying furniture with cash into the IRS. That's a, oh, are you trying to avoid paying taxes? Like when people are pulling out large sums of cash and doing stuff with it, it tends to be a red flag of, oh, how much cash are you moving? Are you properly accounting for it? Maybe we should take a peek into what that's about. And I'm sure that's going to happen here. I am sure that that's going to happen with the Girardis because the state of California Franchise Tax Board has already told the bankruptcy court, um, yeah, they owe us over $5 million. So if you owe $5 million to the state, mm-hmm. I would say it's going to be at least double that to the feds. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're seeing it right now, even with Jax. Like, yep. I am very worried for that man. And I don't really care much for Jax Taylor, but he has a baby on the way and his documents are floating around the internet mm. that there are liens that are in the mills. And he don't have that because he just got fired from this show and they weren't even paying him that. And, but I was also confused when he bought this 1.3, 7.2, whatever million dollar house he has. I'm yep. like, can you afford that on Vanderpump Rules? Aren't y'all bartenders? <laughs> Isn't that like the whole point? Not that bartenders don't make good money, but I'm but. thinking like Tom and Ariana, for instance, I know they went from bartenders to having like other things. They tried right. to leverage the situation. Or Sheena, who does still work at Sir, buying a condo. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's nice, yep. like investment and like in within my means, but Jax was having a home for like seven people. And I'm like, really? That's interesting. So yeah, the IRS tipping people off doesn't surprise me one bit. So my question is, is Jen in trouble for knowing what people were using her leads for or for using these leads for this purpose? It's a little bit of both because she was getting kickbacks from selling them the leads. So she was getting paid and she was getting paid a portion of what they were selling the leads into. So she was getting, when, if they sold a lead, these are hypothetical numbers, but if they sold a lead, a $15,000 package, she was getting a portion of that. And that portion was being directed into offshore bank accounts, according to the indictment. So why didn't, is it, be, is it because she knew probably what allegedly like what they were using it for that she didn't just put it in the, in the bank account? Because to me, if what you're doing, you assume is legal or isn't wrong, or you have like a great attorney, which to me, if you're making anything over, if you're making a million dollars in anything, yeah, you, you need, need a to great talk, attorney. Yeah, and a great like, CPA. You great. Need a great. I mean, CPA. I, to- I want accountants to be like, you need to just give the government a blank check just in case, <laughs> just in case, because they yep. don't come for you. Yep. So, so is it that she, if I'm doing this and I think I'm on the up and up, why not just take the money and put it into my account? Why put it in the offshores? Because to me, that sets off a red flag. Like well, maybe exactly... I'm too good of an individual. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> that's exactly what the government's going to go ahead and say to a jury. If you think everything that you're doing is right and you've got these five corporations and they have these bank accounts, then why aren't you doing it the way that people do it? Why the money offshore? And now we've seen large corporations offshore money for sure. Apple notoriously has quite a lot of money in Ireland, but they also do business there. 
Right. There's no allegations in here that there was any arm of the business in these offshore accounts. And then huh. why are you being so careful with how you're withdrawing funds and how you're moving funds around, which is where the money laundering um, allegations come in. And what the government's going to do is take all these bank accounts and show the transactions and show the pattern of behavior company over company over company, because they've alleged multiple different business entities with multiple different bank accounts. It's, it's not just a, oh, I have a business. The money goes into the business checking and then it comes out of the business checking. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like I set up a brand new checking account for probably every single thing that I want to do in my life. If I want to go to Hawaii, a checking account, buying a home, a checking account. So it's documented. So like whenever they ask me, I could be like, this is how much money I had come in. This is how much I took out. This is how much I transferred over here. And it, I name them all too, because I really don't want no do one too. to ever come for me. I, I name my bank accounts too. It's like, this I is our Disney do. cruise fund. I go savings for <laughs> yes, apartment, same. like honeymoon fund. Like I just yes. want them to know if they ever come looking for money, the money is detailed. It's yes. like, let me go ahead and call, let me call Wells Fargo and I'm gonna have them tell you exactly <laughs> where all the money is. You've got so, your personal finances together. I exactly. Love it. I try to do my best because I don't want to have to call you, Emily. I don't, not for anything other than this. I don't want We're going to have fun. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to have fun. We're just going to get to talk about this, but there, so that's what they're going to prove they're also going to have, now they've got four people that have pled and we will see if those people pled to testify against others. But look, if I'm Stuart Smith's lawyer, this is the conversation I'm having. Hey, Stuart, um, fuck that bitch. You're going to tell the government everything that you know, and I'm going to look at your bank accounts. I'm going to see that you're not the one profiting off of this. We're going to go to the government. We're going to show them that you're not the one profiting off of this. They already have your whole life. So they already know. And we're going to say, I mean, they this did is what pull up on his house and they found like 15,000 in cash and yeah. guns. And yeah. what's funny is I posted the meme or whatever. They were like, he pulled up to his house with his wife. And people were like, are they trying to assume that he was gay because of the way he speaks? Said, no, I was shocked that he had money and he was living a narcos lifestyle in Utah. Yeah. Like I was more shocked. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> what breaking bad shit is this? Like, <laughs> what kind of gangster's paradise are you thinking you're doing? And cash. Are you talking? 15K in cash? I'm over here looking yeah. at the government like, so the next stimulus, am I going to like, can we like expedite? Like what happens? <laughs> and Stu was out here like ready yes. for departure at any yeah. given moment. He's in the Caymans and he's good to go. And right. I am like, wait a minute. That is scary. Like I would, I, I thought that Coach Shaw, people consistently ask, did he know? Did he know? My guess was as a former attorney that he is, if he did know, he is consistently being like on camera and they're all saying he's never there so that he can have plausible deniability. Like I'm not around yeah. it. I didn't see it. Don't know nothing. Can't say anything. Because can't to me, if they're it. going to indict Stewart, if they're going to go to an assistant before a husband, and not a husband is implicated at all in these charges. And it yep. sounds like he really is not tied in in some way, which is probably why he's never home. I could, I, I get he's it. just like, I'm not doing any of this. It, it really I could be that they can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt that they, okay. su- they could suspect all day long. There could be some evidence, but the level of proof that the AUSAs go with is beyond a reasonable doubt, plus a bow frosting and a, like a parade. Okay. So 
if they cannot strongly tie it to him, they're not going to bring in a weaker defendant that could raise doubt for the other defendants. It's like, well, it's kind of sketchy as to him. Are we missing something as to them? They, they are not going to uh, bring down the rest of their prosecution to pull in somebody that they can't tie to it as strongly. So what he knew, what he didn't know, we have no way of knowing. What we do know is that the government at this point doesn't believe there's enough to indict him. So they didn't because they would have. It's not like they're just going to be like, oh, well, no, you know, they're parents. We should only one. Not- no, nope. <laughs> they're going to indict everybody. And their they parents can indict. Are, I mean, their children are, I mean, obviously kids always need their parents and this is probably already traumatizing enough for the children. They didn't ask to have a mom who could allegedly be a criminal, but wild and out on television. Right. And, and having to drive her home because she's so drunk and ridiculous. And mm-hmm. like he's, she's embarrassing the entire family, but they are of age to where they could yeah. drive their mother home because she's, she's drunk and embarrassing the entire family. So yeah. they're going to be fine. Like physically yes you know this might take some some getting used to and some embarrassment and you know kind of damage control and whatnot um i my final questions had to do with this social media storm that she's now doing this free Jin Shaw campaign which did cease for about 24 to 36 hours where she did go radio silent after every single day posting a new Jin free Jin Shaw message from a fan who simply obviously doesn't love her because they're definitely trying to get her in trouble (laughs) like the narcissism definitely was poking out there she did stop for a minute my guess is because her really like powerful dc attorneys from because my hometown attorneys do not play and they were probably like if you don't shut the fuck up yep she's got three attorneys she's got three attorneys that she is probably paying at least between four and six hundred dollars an hour oh Oh, and you know they're working around the clock right now. Yeah, and working around because they've got to catch up on all of the discovery that's been turned over from the government. Oh, yeah, because they're late. Yeah, because they're late. This judge is like, um, we've been here since 2019. Y'all are new to the party. We're still going to trial in October, so you need to get caught up, which is, again, Ooh. if I'm a sports attorney, I'm like, hello, government. Hi. We'd no. love to have a chat with nothing. you. It's just Stuart's an employee of yeah. her. Um, under duress. In yep. fact, we would like to sue her for um, employee um, employee threatening and bad work environment. Hostile, and, and, and lawyers fees and lawyers fees. Oh I yeah, want, I want not my, my employer fault. paying for my lawyer. In yep. fact, those guns are her. She asked me to hold them at the house Same with the cash, and I don't know why, but I just said yes. My wife and I were just trying to be good employees. Mm-hmm. I'm Let's an assistant. Hit the clip. He would do anything for me. Hit the clip. Just keep playing that clip. Play that clip over and over. He would do Mm -hmm. anything I asked him to. He would do anything for me. That clip is going to come back and bite her in the ass, especially if he, if Stuart wants to talk to the government and give them the information he knows, it's going to be like, she said it on TV. I would do anything she asked. I did anything she asked. I trusted her. I mean, as an assistant, I mean, I'm not saying they're like, you know, they're not slaves. Like they can, they have agency over their lives, but as an assistant, you would expect them to be like down for the cause, like ready to go, whatever you yep. need. Cause they ask you to do crazy things. That's kind of comes with the territory. And that's why assistants should be paid more. So if you wanted to flip, he probably wasn't making enough in my opinion to even be on team loyal forever, ride or die like that. Right. Not for Jen. Cause it doesn't, it, the way she was treating her assistance in that clip that allegedly was her, though I literally looked at her on her profile and saw her treating those people that way. Doesn't sound like anyone's getting paid enough to be going through what she put them through. But my question is, should she be free Jen on the internet? Should she be like, I'm going to have my time to tell my side of the story? Because I'm like, 
do you think you're getting sued by like one of your peers for slander? Right. This doesn't right. seem it's a, like you're not a, being sued by a business partner over your bikini right. line. I mean, dress line. Right. <laughs> this is the federal government coming for you. And the more rope that you give them, they're going to, the reason the government's not asking for her to not be on social media is because they're going to keep letting her pull the rope out. They're like, go ahead, go ahead, keep going keep going, keep talking. All of it can be used against you. Your behavior mm -hmm. leading up to this can be used against you. If it's not used against you to prove guilt, it can be used against you. If this please, the judge can decide the sentence and they're going to take her behavior to the judge and say, she is not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Jen Shaw gives no fucks. And yeah. we can see this from this. She thinks and this the, is hypothetical. Like she they thinks have it's nothing hilarious. on me. Yep. Like what she had yep. it conveniently the posting stopped from the free Jen Shaw to when she was like out having like a glass of wine and some pasta mm -hmm. from a big cheese bowl with an assistant and having a good time like child yep. Bella with an Italian mm -hmm. man and the, I know her attorneys are probably like so what you can't be doing is having yep. a good time in the middle of a panorama while you're on <laughs> trial no mask you're in, yes. you're literally out here infecting the people and stealing from them you can't yep. do both like and the judge is home. not the judge isn't gonna like it and the government is gonna make it that she is narcissistic selfish she doesn't care about the victims and if I were the government attorney, if she took a plea deal and I'm arguing to the judge why she should go to prison for 20 years, I'd be like, look, if she's saying, but I wasn't super aware, you're aware now and this is how you're behaving because right. you do not care. I mean, she's so, staying on the show. Yeah, we, I would paint her filming. out to be just a cold hearted criminal is how, if I were prosecuting this, it would be like, look, she knew she doesn't care. She has spent this money. She continues to spend this money. She's doing her hair flip, you know, check her nails, all of the things. She, she got her hair done the very care. next day. Yes. Does not care. Literally does not care. Took the box braids out and which I have some theories about why she did that. She didn't want to get mistaken though. She wanted to be mistaken the entire time, but she was like, no, oh, no, I'm totally different. Don't worry. Convenient. I'm actually very, 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 very easy and, and mm -hmm. lovable. And I'm pretty. And um, yeah, don't be mistaken of what you might think in, mm -hmm. in this court in Utah, but also you're getting your hair and makeup done for an arraignment and you couldn't even get your sound to work, but you're also supposed to be selling technology to people and be tech savvy enough for people to start their she businesses was, with you. She was at her lawyer's office. So I'm not um, going to give her, I'm not going to say it was her fault because it's probably the lawyers. Lawyers in tech is how we ended up with like the lawyer cat incident. Lawyers <laughs> cannot no, understand. That was funny. Okay. That was so funny. Lawyers cannot understand. And during the second, the arraignment take two, it seemed that one of the lawyers was like on a phone and on the Zoom call and couldn't figure out the feedback. It was a mess. Lawyers in tech do not, I mean, okay. I do, but most lawyers in tech don't go, <laughs> but she was off screen and the judge had to tell her, and this is from me listening to the call. Cause obviously only the participants get to see the zoom call, but the, you know, judge is like, I need to see Miss Shaw. And it's like, okay, Jen, you could hear the lawyer saying you need to move so that they can see you on the zoom call. And so she was, she was ready to present to court and her attorneys were arguing her bail and she's not a flight risk. And she's so famous. And the government lawyer is the, the female attorney for the uh, government was like, 
well, we don't know how long she'll be a public figure for. And I almost fell out of my chair. That is funny to me. Shade was amazing. It was like, oh my God. Her defense attorneys are saying, well, she's a public figure. People can know her. Her face now, is Now, barely. It's been right. one season, girl. You're lucky you got renewed. I'm sorry. Like, right. relax. The government was not having it. They're like, well, we don't know how long she's going to be a public figure for. That's not a good argument that she's not going to like flee the country. So we're what we're not going to do is reduce bail because she's mm-hmm. on Housewives. That's not happening. Did they said is she she's a flight on risk? bond they did the judge said that they found that she was a flight risk she's on a million dollar bond plus a 25 no two hundred and fifty thousand dollar cash or asset hard money security plus two financially responsible adult signatures so there's two other people that are going to have to sign their life that if she doesn't show up they're on the hook for the money too Oh, wow. And that's something from someone who claims she owns nothing. Um, uh-huh. Though she did also comment on the Instagram that she owns lots of things. She has. Oh, four- great. Yeah, I'm that's- so glad you Love own all that. the things. Because then um, if she did say that on the Instagram, the government's going to say, well, you didn't list any of them as assets on your intake form. So now you've perjured yourself to the court. And that's oh another reason why you need to go to prison. The government said, "Wow, Bravo, this memers! Is- we could be jurors. Get We're it. out here finding the receipts. <laughs> Find the receipts." <laughs> the The government said in the arraignment, arguing bail. Look, she is facing substantial prison time. So, what are we talking? Well, she's facing up to fifty years. Cool. That's not what she's gonna get, but she's facing up to fifty years. Oh my god. We're up there. Oh, we're we're like that. Financial crimes don't play. Oh my! So if if we're looking at fifty, she's not gonna get that. No. What's like best case scenario? But like they still win. Like say Jen's like fine, we'll take a plea. What do we s- suspect that the SDNY could like ask for? If it so, it's hard for me to gauge because I don't know how much money we're talking moving. The oh, government okay. indicated in one of the companies, and we know there are multiple, in one of the companies, they were moving about five million dollars in just a few years. Mm-hmm. So, if we're talking just five million, easily they could ask for between five and 10 years on a five million dollar really? fraud of, of mostly 55 plus, which is also alleged oh. in this. These are mostly. And the law considers them. I don't consider fifty-five plus elderly, but the law puts it into the the elderly I mean, yeah, that's category. The AARP yes, they group. put it into the elderly the category, things. and there are sentencing enhancements for that, and that's why it's alleged in these Damn. indictments. I could see them, but if it's more than that, I could see them asking for more. She could do very substantial prison time, federal prison time, on this more than you're going to see from Teresa Judice for sure. This okay, is so no, this is not eighteen. We're, we're not eighteen months here. We're, we're more years. than a year to three years, we're which years. is her and Joe. We're talking like real stuff. We're talking real stuff. Okay. Wow. Because they've alleged hundreds of victims. The government said in the arraignment, she's at the very top of this pyramid. We now have four people that pled that might come and testify against her. I mean, and she seems to be the only female um, involved in this. You could have all these other sales floor managers saying, well, she's the one bringing us the people. Like there's no people to defraud if she's not bringing them to us. She's the one bringing them to us. It's our, it's her. Because if I'm the other attorneys, I'm throwing, I'm throwing the housewife under the bus. Well, yeah, because the she's attorneys. thinking she's that, bringing in the people. I mean, if I was being, if I was on the hook and they're like, okay, you need to flip on the person, I'd be like, well, she's the one who thinks that they're worth worthy of being defrauded. Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's bringing us the people, targeting them. Yep. And is it not just as bad to target people? I think so. Like I wouldn't have anyone to talk to on the phone if she didn't bring them in. Then and get no the warranty. 
Listen, I can't even tell you. Every time I even get a fake spam call now, like we're trying to reach you about your social security expiring, which again is how they've gotten people that I yes. know, grandparents of mine, yeah. grandparents of my friends, because they genuinely, because first of all, people of my Nana's age, all they do is deal with people on the phone. They cannot yeah. do an email, text, whatever. They have to do it in person. My grandmother still thinks she has to go write a check to, to the cable, like take it to the cable company yes. and write the check. So if you call her and say, your social security is expiring. We actually need to check it right now to make sure you can still get your check. And that's what she's living off of. Yeah. She's going to absolutely give that to you. She's like, well, I need to, because, because mm-hmm. also from in her day, the people weren't all being criminals and scammy no. shady people. She's born in the thirties. They were nice. It, and it wasn't as easy to get people's phone numbers and said, like, it right. wasn't as easy to do these things. Cause you couldn't access all the individual's information. Now, all of our okay. information's everywhere. It's much easier to find us. That is, I mean, it's so sad. Like it's, it's almost despicable. Cause I'm going to be like people, this is where I wonder if Bravo because you know everyone gets excited because they're like hey bravo's still filming they filmed everything up into it and everything and i want to get your thoughts on her fleeing in a second but like everybody got so excited and now it's like is this great or is this a situation like dc where you might want to like scrap it like maybe not the whole show but maybe jen at least because this now feels like if people know all this information and what was really happening, not just like a housewife got arrested. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's in a fur coat. Oh my God, I'm living for this shade. <laughs> Look I'm at the in boots. On the, call. the boots. Right, the boots. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're hearing the details of how like this lifestyle is what got her on this show. Yep. You're now going, I don't know if I even want to watch this bitch. Like I don't want to see her to defend herself when there are countless and hundreds of alleged victims who can't. Like who right. didn't get that opportunity when they had to call their creditors and they had to call Chase Bank and be like, I know I need, I already got an extended line of credit. I need another one. And they're like, girl, right. are you okay? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. She's not hearing her and watching her in a beautiful outfit that I know costs someone else's money with a beautiful Birkin be like, this is just a really hard time for me. It's going to piss me off. Like, yeah, oh, in the full Gucci, the head to toe Gucci. Yeah, yeah. that's a problem yeah. for me. They're not like, yep. not even the knockoff version that Karen was rocking on Potomac. I need, <laughs> maybe then you'd be a little humbled, but no, yeah. this is like top tier narcissism that is going to upset me when I watch it. So we've heard that Bravo was like, they filmed everything they were legally allowed to film. Everything the government was like, sure, we don't care. But like, put it down when we tell you to. Why do you think she fled the scene initially? Do you think she was trying to outrun the government? Or was it like she just didn't (laughs) want to get arrested on camera? Because being arrested on the side of the road doesn't sound like that much better to me but like she got tipped off and she run was that like a simple fight or flight or was she low-key trying to get away and is that going to impact her later so it's going to depend on where she was going because if her husband called her and was like the fbi is searching our home you need to get here now i can understand the i have to get off this and i have to get to my house and I need to see what they're seizing from my house because they tossed her house to take all of her financial records, computers, everything. So they weren't just looking for her. They had like a, they were going in. They were, they searched her house as well. Yeah. And took all of the electronic device. What we heard at the arraignment was that the government said it was going to take them at least three weeks to pull all the data off of the devices, the computers, Mm -hmm. the phones, everything. And I imagine they probably took most of the 
the electronic devices out of the house that could store data, as well as any cash financial records. We heard that they recovered a number of uh, ATM cards that belong to the businesses that the alleged fraudulent funds were moving through. So they took quite a bit of information from her home. So I, my suspicion is that when her husband called, he's like, the FBI is tossing our house. You need to get here. Um, because you, you're not going to outrun them. They're going, you have your phone. They're going to find you. Yeah. So it would make sense to try to get to the house, to be with your husband and your kids. Um, but she, could she have been trying to go somewhere else? She could have, I don't know where she would have gone. They were going to catch up with her. Right. And with so her I don't aunt. Know. You can't take your aunt yes. on the run. That's not right. I don't know if she, I, I, my gut instinct was like, that's the conversation that you have and you try to get home and you don't want to be arrested in front of the cameras. Though, if you're Jen Shaw, do you think it's iconic to be arrested in front of the cameras? Like <laughs> if your husband's not telling you to wow. get home, are you ready Probably. to push that plot line? Cause she, she put it all out there for the show. I mean, I she, mean, she thinks that she's Erica Jane. I think that some mm-hmm. people have made the kind of comparison that she's posting because she sees Erica posting. And I don't love that Erica's doing that. It doesn't either. look great that she's like po- constantly posting. Like no, I'm living my best life paying for glam, which is probably mm-hmm. what got me in this mess. Because if you say you're spending $40,000 a year on glam, every person who has power is like, I know the best of attorneys and that's not a thing. Like the, yeah. the top tier, highest paying attorneys, like, there's no way they'd even be spending 40 K on glam that you, not for them, like for someone else. Like that's ridiculous. How are they making this kind of money? That sounds like a problem that she's still getting glam, but the difference, if there had to be like a compare of Erica's a little bit less bad than Jen is Erica's not saying you'll hear my side soon. Free Mm -hmm. me, free me. It's all about me. She's literally saying I'm separating from the man who is, being looked right. at for this as much as possible she got divorced she filed for divorce before it all came out she tried to sell the house she moved on she took fake paparazzi pictures allegedly of her and some <laughs> man like roses. i've been out for years don't yes. know anything and but that's also because i think that if her husband ever loved her he was like you actually need to separate yourself immediately you are not the only down. one i've heard say that um i did another interview and the individual I was talking to on for behind the velvet rope was saying, um, I think this was an act of love from Tom saying, you have to, you have to run now. Like you have He's to smart. go. I'm he going knows. down. I'm 80 plus years old. You need to bounce back from this. I want you to bounce back from this. You have to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I, Erica, for me in the moral culpability realm, I still, and I guess we will time will tell how much she actually knew because I can very real, um, realistically see a scenario where the money still spent, the plane still flew, the cash was there. And in the news, he's getting a billion dollar Pfizer settlement and these hundreds of thousands of dollars of settlements over here and hundreds of millions over there. I can see here going, he gets, you know, 30, 40% of a billion dollars. We're going to have money forever. I don't, I don't ask where it comes from. I just spend the money. I can absolutely see her just going la, 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 la. Yes. I don't like the way she's posting. I think it's disrespectful to the victims that are sitting there now having to fight again in bankruptcy court to get their money. 
I, it doesn't sit well with me, but she also didn't actively do it. She's not the one sitting down at the hospital bedside with these families going, let me be your lawyer. Let me stand up for you. I've got you. And then allegedly stealing their money. Well, not all of them are alleged because some of them have won. So with the Rui Gomez. There we go. (laughs) The Rui Gomez family won a judgment against him for stealing their money. So with some of them stealing their money, he's the one that sat at the, the bedside. He's the one that gained their trust and he's the one that abused it. She benefited from it. He did it. Jen Shaw right. is the boots on the ground in this one. Yeah. She's the wow. one running this thing. She's according the to the Jeanichet. government. She is the Tom Girardi. But it's the first time we've seen Teresa. She wanted to be Teresa. But wow. Teresa at least has the. I really think with Teresa too that she was brought up like you do what your husband says. And you don't ask questions. Yes, and so exactly. when she was like, sign it, she's like, okay, I sign it. And he's wealthy and she gets to live this life. And she, Teresa mm-hmm. is dumb as a box of rocks. Like I like her, but she's dumb as a box of rocks. Oh, so she's like- Her and her casket. Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's going to blow a casket. So she's just like, I get to spend it. Thank you, honey. Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And all he knows, all she knows is he keeps starting businesses. We are like, why he keeps starting businesses if he's profitable mm-hmm. in a business? Mm-hmm. I don't understand because Joey- Gorga doesn't keep starting businesses mm-hmm. and he does the same thing. But we got pizza companies over here and yeah. other things over there. And he consistently was talking about how much money she spends because she was overspending. And I'm like, oh no, they, he, she basically was just like, what well, it, it comes and I go. But if yep. Teresa can go down for something that didn't even, that she didn't even do. Yep. Teresa, I mean, Teresa signed it. And for it's me, bad. When I watched that whole thing go down, I'm like, Teresa's culpability is that she signed it. I don't even think she know she knew she was signing paper. I don't think she knew that the information on the paper was wrong. It doesn't matter. She signed it. Um, on levels of like who's who's more responsible for things, in my mind, Jen Shaw is kind of at the top of that based on what's alleged here, because mm-hmm. she is alleged to be a very active participant versus the other two who yes. were more passive participants to their husbands problems and so eric has listed on one of his things as like an officer or a secretary we're gonna see and everyone was like so i don't think that's the same secretary that we think like we're not talking like she's at the front desk holding no this is the like the corporate secretary who has to be listed as the corporate secretary i'm still not clear i want to know how much erica knew I'm still not clear how much she knew but jen shaw being out here like free jen shaw i'm like look you are defrauding elders allegedly hundreds you from of them what, girl? sit down like, you're free on not, bond <laughs> you're yeah but you're not you're out currently like free you from what you're not being nailed to the cross like jesus as vicky gumbelson would say <laughs> you are being like yes alleged to be in some real shit that you are headlining like this is your yes. tour yes. and you are on tour of taking things from grown-ups that didn't ask for to be frauded like are you kidding like this is not the same thing i think you need to do a a long hard look i mean she's someone even said like i believe in therapy but i don't know if she has help in her and i'm like i kind of get it because that narcissism level is ridiculous so good luck to whatever therapist does you know get assigned or wants to take on her (laughs) for the treatment center that she's in (laughs) (laughs) you got your work cut out for you girl because uh, yeah deflection because she's going after mary and now i can just see mary in her closet Mm -hmm. going "Mm mm-hmm I I want to see, I want to see Mary in her closet saying that exactly. And I want that Jen Shaw's lawyers have to be saying, look, 
this behavior, if you get sentenced, because at the end of the day, somebody is going to sentence her or, or a jury is going to have to not convict her. But this behavior now can come up to show how she's behaving. And if that behavior ever became relevant and came in front of a jury, people are going to sit here and have the same conversation you and I did and be like, if you really didn't realize it was fraudulent, if that's your defense, like I thought this was a legit business, then you should be crying in a corner, hyperventilating, going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't know. You should not be flipping your hair, eating out of the cheese bowl. Right. And, and that's, it's all, I think that that's really going to come back to bite her. Cause if I'm the government, oh I'm going, keep going, girl, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep what, yes. I don't know which housewife that is, but that's one of them. I think it's yes. Lisa. Keep going. Yes. Like, cause honestly, I, every single thing I'm like, who, and what's worse is I am part of a fabulous community of Bravo holics, memers, influencers, <laughs> and content creators who document it all. We keep it, we keep it on lock. We keep it and we redisperse. We constantly are redistributing it all yep. the time. So if the government wants to take any of my things, they are welcome to use it. Just include the <laughs> handle so I can get full credit when the government um, decides that I am a reliable source. Because I always want to be on their good side. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will snitch on anybody. Like I, that's why I always say, if y'all want to commit crimes, don't show me, don't tell me, because I can't be held responsible. I have to say, I closed my eyes very willingly. I know nothing, because otherwise, I'm gonna flip. I can't go to jail. I watched <laughs> Orange Is the New Black, which Same. was the cushy prison, and I was like, not yeah. for me. Yeah, not yeah. good. Yeah. Like, oh, Emily, this has been the best thing ever. If there was anything good to come out of frauding, defrauding elderly people. It was this conversation. Yes. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's bringing a light to the fact that this is a problem. It's letting us talk about financial crimes in a way that's actually getting into the, the newspaper so people understand these schemes don't always, you know, when somebody's talking to you on the phone about this, it might sound like a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're going to go ahead and need to give yourself like 72 hours on whatever that great opportunity is. You're going to need to think about it, tell two people, run it by them. If one of them goes, that sounds too good to be true, walk away with your money in your pocket. Do not yes. give it to people. So yes. And we get to talk about housewives. And to your point, I am torn about watching this season. I'm, I don't want to give life to this behavior, but also I want to see the van with the ladies and it pulled over by the FBI. And yes. I want to see all of them sitting in their confessional, just blinking their eyes going, what? Cause you know, what? Heather was shook as what? hell. Yes. Heather was yes. out of her mind. Like, wait, Ooh, what's happening yes. especially because I and I feel honestly almost bad for her because she was genuinely her friend and I think that if Jen didn't show her her true colors last year she probably mm -hmm. still would have been her friend and it would have been a, a really hard eye-opening experience on camera to be told this is something your friend is capable of yep you've been and around I've this person rumblings that they went to Heather's business looking for Jen as well <gasps> mm -hmm. oh my gosh mm -hmm. that's funny now they mm -hmm. went to the beauty lab and laser looking mm -hmm. for jen that's where she be because that's where she lives can she you imagine it there if she, can we just picture jen shaw three years five years ten years incarcerated what what's she gonna look like coming out there's no beauty oh. lab and laser there's you no beauty she lab actually and laser. might look better because jen's it's a lot Botox look it, it's it's just no dorit it's a lot <laughs> it's just no Doree. It's not giving me 90210 right. top yep. of my game. Paul Nassif. I know mm -hmm. what I'm doing. I am the best at this. It is right. giving me 
I do go to a strip mall that happens to have a license to also administer Botox. <laughs> and that's great for Heather. It yeah. is not great for Jen's face. But it's great for Heather. We love, you know, women boss-owned businesses. As long as they are legit and not defrauding people and everyone's consenting to spending their money there, which is what Heather is doing in Dennis. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so. This was lovely. This was so much fun. Emily, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and doing this. Please tell the people where they can get more of your hot takes, your original points of view, and listen to their new favorite lawyer talking about all the things all the things so you can find me all over the internet at the emily d baker i have lots of youtube content which is where i do the legal commentary plus answer questions i live stream there twice a week on tuesday and friday and i have the emily show which is a top 20 news commentary podcast and yes i talk all about pop culture because i'm gonna just shake i'm like this is news people i am coming for the news commentary category because pop culture is news. It's the news we Thank all need. Thank you. Yep. I agree. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I really do feel like hot topics. And I mean, it's plenty of people have said that like the housewives, Jen's entire thing was all over the, the local news at youth in Utah and mm-hmm. SLC anyway, because that's what happens when you need to know about who these people are in your communities because yep. they are out there and they're doing things. And Every time my fiance or anyone even tells me like, oh, did you know so-and-so was having this? I'm like, yeah, actually I did because I watch Housewives (laughs) and I already saw this happening. How about that? Maybe if you had listened, Mm -hmm. maybe if you knew some hot topics, just saying. Like it's it's news. I mean, very quickly. I mean, I've said it before. T.I. and Tiny are currently undergoing like a lot of legal situations uh, regarding the very same things that Candy was alleged by Phaedra to be doing back in the day that got Phaedra pretty much fired mm-hmm. and it, Candy was like visceral to the response because she was like, she probably, you know, knows that things like that could allegedly happen. And she was like, don't you implicate me. But yeah. it is no coincidence in my mind that the implication of Phaedra could come at the fact that Candy and Tiny are best effing friends. Tiny recommended candy for the housewives of atlanta so and you would know that if you watch <laughs> wendy williams as i do and listen to the interview that tiny exactly. gave with wendy where she says she gave candy the the job and they wanted her originally and their friends and all of a sudden the very same crime that they're on the hook for later this is what candy i'm like well this sounds like phaedra back in like circa 2000 something yep. you're like we've been here we I've remember this. we this remember yes. i'm like huh is there any, maybe, maybe that's where, maybe it wasn't like Phaedra came up with this cockamamie story. How about that? Yes. Like maybe she was like, I heard things. So if we listen to the hot topics, we would be well-versed in the news. So y'all Absolutely. stay well, but also stay informed on all things. News. All things. Like watch the C-SPAN <laughs> and E, cause you need to do both. Well-rounded. We love that. It's a well-educated yep. individual. Be better than Heather Gay. Know what's <laughs> going on, you know? <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank Emily again for coming on. Of Thank course, you. y'all know where to find me on all the things at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay home because that's now a choice I like to make. So take care of yourselves and one another and please stop somebody from getting defrauded and don't do it. Like it seems really bad. Like it's, it's not cute. You'll get wrinkles. You'll lose your Botox. Take care of yourselves y'all. Bye. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to another bonus episode of Mixing with Moni. If you like what you hear, feel free to let me know by following me at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I on Instagram and Twitter and tell me your thoughts and feelings. If you love it so much, you just can't get enough, feel free to rate me five stars and leave me a little review on Apple iTunes podcasts so other people just like you can find me and our little mixer. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.